0: Kathy's this is mini gabs we have Mini gabs and we'll see how long this one lasts my name is Natalie I'm Keena I'm Julie oh <laughs> uh, we have a special special guest today so excited to have you if you guys remember a long time ago me and Ashley did a like flapper photo shoot and you were our photographer, photographer. <laughs> and then you're as welcome. we chatted I just learned like you're just the coolest person and you know so much cool historical shit about this area and I'm just like do sense.
1: Way too much. Yeah. I haven't even gotten into San Marcos with you. <laughs>
0: I know. I know. I was, we had uh, Ashley here. I guess she was a lot, too many years ago. And I was asking her about the merpig. She's like, I don't know what that is. It's just a sculpture. And I'm like, oh, I was like, we have to have Julia <laughs> to talk about the merpigs.
1: I love the merpigs, by the way. Mar- His her name Pigs was there. Ralph. Ralph's a <laughs> swimming pig. Um, he really could. Swim. You can Google him. They have, like, really cute old postcards from, like, the 60s and 70s where you, like, see Ralph and you see the mermaids, and there used to be, like, a huge amusement park there that no one, or everyone's kind of stopped going around the late 80s, early 90s, and then now it's owned by the university, and they're trying to take it back to its natural state.
0: Oh, that's cool. It's bittersweet. Yeah. The first time I noticed it was when I was coming back from Austin, and I saw the, the mermaid holding the pig and I was like, what? And I asked you about it. I'm like, what is this? I was like, oh, Ralph? You know Ralph? <laughs> googled it. I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's amazing. I'm so glad I've moved here. <laughs> so, Natalie, do you have a discovery this week? Yes. Mine's not like a super... I don't know. I'm into it, so it's kind of whatever your thing is, but... It's not even history. It's just, I've been watch- re-watching Avatar The Last Airbender. It's like, it came out when I was, I, I came out the perfect age for it. That's, that's me. And I've been re-watching it and I love it. And I found out Netflix is going to reboot it. Oh, cool. With yeah. the live action version.
1: Oh, wow. I'm very wary of live action anime uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. And then... Before I know, it's not technically an anime. Whatever, I'm not going to get into that. It's
0: anime. Style. <laughs> I mean, I almost consider it anime.
1: Yeah, right. But some people are like, no, it's not because it was made in America.
0: It's like an, to me, it's like Americanized anime, like Chinese yeah. face. That's Americanized Chinese, but buff- Chinese food. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: good. Consume it. Enjoy it. Don't exactly. argue over what it's called. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but. I was going to say, I've always been kind of wary of the live-action stuff, but when Robert Rodriguez made Alita Battle Angel, I was like, okay, I see it. It oh, can well, work. I
0: haven't seen that yet.
1: If you like anime, and if you like yeah, I, It's Rodriguez.
0: on my list. I haven't watched it yet, but I want to. Well, what's good with this one versus the other live-action movie is that they've gotten the original people oh. from the cartoon.
1: Oh, Wow.
0: Now I don't know if that's the voices or, you know, if it's any of the actors or anything like that, because they're probably way too old to do anything now. But as far as the creators, they're supposed to be involved in making it. And hopefully the COVID and all craziness hasn't stopped any of that production, but I'm super excited. Oh, that's really and I hope cool. they stick with it.
1: That's awesome. Very excited for that. That just makes
0: my little nerd heart happy. And I found that out <laughs> early today. <laughs> i also very scared. <laughs> I know. I'm like, please don't fuck it up. Like, we've already had one, and I hate that. I hate that our world is like that. Like, if it, if we try something, especially movie wise, and it fails, we don't usually pick it up again. Mm-hmm. Almost, almost all the time. Like, no, we've got that negative feelings. Let's not ever touch that again. And I think now, if we have the right people, like the people I actually have maybe seen and know the show. Versus Shemalong and Ding Dong that tried it. Like, <laughs> it would probably help, like actually pronouncing the names correctly and stuff. Unlike yeah. in movie, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, you are gonna get a lot of nerds in there that like grew up on this and love it. And then that would be amazing. And it's to perfect I don't understand. Netflix it another- released it too. Yeah, although Netflix has done some good remakes, so maybe fingers crossed. <laughs> I know. Like, please don't fuck it up. No, I need to watch that elite. My mom's name's Alita. So I was like, that's really cool. <laughs> Spelt differently. There's some movie, like in the 50s, where a girl named Alita threw herself in a volcano to save her people or something. And my grandma's like, that's a cool name. <laughs> so, that's it. That's the story.
1: <laughs> I, was like, that's I, cool. <laughs> I almost said, you mean Evita with Madonna?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did like that movie. But also not made in the 50s. <laughs> yeah, also, yes. <yeah. laughs> that 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 definitely was our lifetime my sister got to see that on broadway and i was really jealous was madonna uh no i think madonna? it was something else no unfortunately i don't know it traveled i don't know who who was in it we used to we're such nerds i've always been a nerd so we had a season pass mm-hmm. but it was uh springfield missouri broadway so you know really high class broadway Yeah. <laughs> She was,
1: Have you gone was to just, the San Antonio one yet?
0: Uh, not yet. Not yet. Like the only thing we saw was cats, but I've seen cats. I always got the cats turn. You know, Heather would see Evita in Phantom of the Opera and then I'd be stuck seeing cats five times. So I don't really want to see cats again. <laughs> <laughs> I did go to Austin and see Hamilton when it was there. But I think Aladdin was supposed to come here, but then COVID happened or something. I don't know.
1: Aladdin has a live show. Yeah, yeah. The more you know. (laughs) Rainbow.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, I know. Cowboy Bebop. The kids at the teen center loved that one. It's a cool show. I wouldn't mind that being a movie either. Yeah, that back.
1: I heard a rumor that Netflix was going to do that. Actually, oh, cool. That would be
0: awesome. That was a
1: long time ago, and I haven't heard anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's no telling
0: now. Thanks, COVID. Ah, is it my turn? So mine's less yes. fun. But Banksy. Everybody know who Banksy is? Mm-hmm. This super secret English artist that just pops up and does cool shit. Okay. Oh no. yeah. Okay, I'm with you. On Sunday, the Black Lives Matter protesters in Bristol, in the UK, pulled down a bronze statue of the 17th century slave trader Edward Colston. So fuck yeah! And then it was amazing. They pulled it down, drug him, and dropped him into the sea. So then, really
1: emotional to watch.
0: Yeah. Like in the future, that's going to be a picture in a history book. It was amazing. So people are pissed off like they always are, being like, oh, blah, 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 blah. I should leave it there, blah, blah, blah. So then Banksy shows up and is like, hey, I got an idea. He's like, why don't we fish it out of the river, put it back on the pedestal, put a big rope around his neck, and then erect bronze statues of protesters pulling him down. So everybody's happy. So this was his little sketch. He's like, maybe this will make everybody happy. You get to keep your statue, but then we get our Black Lives Matter movement immortalized. That is a good kind of compromise, I guess. Right? I really like like that. I really like it too. And I was like, it's kinda like you can't bring the man down like it's a consistent Yeah. Although I'm like, if you really want to see that son of a bitch, just scuba dive. Like that's my opinion. I know, make it a a tourist attraction, <laughs> you know. Unpopular opinion, I'm sure. People <laughs> pay for that shit. Just take their money and then, like, all right, y'all go back home. Like, and I get people being like, "blah blah blah," history. But okay, masters in history here. Most of those statues were erected in the height of civil rights movements, and they were not put to be historical. They were put to be intimidating, and they were there to, you know, make a point you know white supremacy and whatnot so there's not a historian anywhere that's all like oh no don't tear it down it's history we're just like tear it down put it in a museum we don't give a shit so there's my that's true i just don't like destroying stuff because yeah yeah you have to display it but don't destroy it but it's like the little rock one always bothered me because they erected the little rock nine memorial next to the confederate statue and I'm like, why? Why would you put them next to each other? Where they're like the only literally way, staring at each other. The only way that I made that better is like they were flipping them off. <laughs> yeah, all got the birds out. Yeah. And I love the Little Rock Nine bronze statues. They are beautiful and emotional. And it's just, and it's very topical because that act. And one of the last times they did it was, you know, Little Rock and the 92 LA riots and stuff. But I'm like... There's no need for the Confederate thing. No other country has statues to traitors (laughs) or, like, runner-ups and wars. This is just, it baffles me. That's true. It is weird that we have that. Yeah. It's like a participation And even Robert
1: E. Lee himself said, you know, don't erect monuments. Stop Mm -hmm. waving the flag. We lost. Yeah. And we need to be gracious and we need to move on. Mm
0: -hmm. Put it in a museum somewhere. Like in a Mm -hmm. garden. yeah it doesn't deserve to be in civic centers where people are walking into the courthouse staring at them it's really shitty Mm -hmm.
1: (sighs) and there is a difference between for instance like if it's his historical home or something Mm -hmm. like that yeah that's history Mm -hmm. a monument that's brought up during the civil rights movement and it started even back in the 40s they started putting these mm-hmm. statues up hermitage is a piece of history mm-hmm. whereas a statue of andrew jackson is a monument to him
0: mm-hmm. yeah and there's a really good chart floating around twitter that shows the when these monuments were erected opposed to like what was happening and it's all aligned with things like jim crow and silver Rights movement, right, giant thing that happened in America. They've erected these, and it's just—it's really shitty. We're our history is so fucked. (laughs) It makes me so sad. It's just that's why I don't get why people are so upset. I'm like, this isn't a matter of politics. This is human rights. But it's like our entire country was founded on systemic racism. So our founding fathers wanted us to be equal and blah 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 but they all had slaves so mm-hmm. our entire government is based on the thought that african americans are inferior to humans and it's the dehumanization and it's like these are the things that we have to change So i'm really hoping things are happening even a week of protesting actual change has been happening so we just gotta gotta keep going want the list of all the different changes yeah so. yeah things are happening we just gotta keep going Globally, that's just what's really cool. I don't think I I didn't really expect the response to be so global, right? Oh my god, it really stuck
1: this time and -hmm. it shouldn't have come to this, but I do think it's really final. People are finally seeing it, they've seen enough of it where they're finally saying, Okay, it is a pattern,
0: Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and I think now it's also in the past. A lot of especially white people, we we stay silent because we don't want to ruffle feathers, but this time I'm seeing everybody talking and speaking up. I know even I have shared shit and I've shared something. So like, <laughs> yeah. like I rarely post at all on my Facebook. Yeah. I'm I've lost a page lot page. of followers, but I'm like, I don't care. I'm happier without you. Yeah, we have to do something. But I'm like, I was listening to Obama's town hall meeting. But he was like, I was alive during the LA riots and I've been alive through a lot of stuff. And he's like, this time feels different. Like this time feels like something's really about to change. So we have Facebook. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Worldwide. Mm -hmm. That was never an option before now. Even Mm -hmm. LA riots, which wasn't that long ago.
0: Yeah. yeah, They
1: didn't have a way to network Mm -hmm. across the world.
0: Yeah. And the way people are. Working together is amazing. I don't know if you guys are part of like the Black Lives Matter groups in your cities, but like the San Antonio one, the way people are organizing is really just amazing to watch. Like people designate who's going to bring first aid, who's going to bring water, who's going to show up, who's going to petition, and it's been really. In a lot of places, it's kids. There was one protest thing like ten thousand people showed up, and it was organized by teenagers. I I saw that those two high school girls. Yeah, yeah. So I really feel like this time things are going to... A little hope for our future. (laughs) Yeah. And I'll be the first to admit, I grew up in 30 minutes from Harrison, which is known as like the KKK capital. So it's like always been that stigma of like growing up in a racist town. And I went to school. We had one girl that was mixed but nobody thought about it because she grew up with us but every time a black family would move in they would move out in like two weeks they get chased out of town and it's like I don't know the second I got out I was like I'm never going back but I think a lot of the people that I went to high school with they're still so angry I don't think they've ever met anybody of color and I don't know if it's like they're afraid or they don't understand or refuse to like educate themselves it's a, uh, but it's like yeah Like, after growing up that way, I knew I was, like, I will never be like those people. But I guess some people are just comfortable with what they know and don't want to feel uncomfortable. It's been a... Yeah, I was proud of my hometown, um, of Mina having a protest of over 100 people. And Mina is super small. Like, it's only 6,000. And it's very white, small town. Mm -hmm. Like, when it first established over 100 years ago, there was an ad, like... Telling people to move to Mina, and in the ad, it advertised no black people. That's yeah. granted. This is nineteen oh seven, yeah, nineteen oh eight, yeah, nineteen oh eight. So it's shitty. Mm-hmm. I hate that, but I can't change anything about that. Yeah. Luckily, over time, there is more mixed not just white but it's still like 90 percent white in mina yeah and i would be so happy for more people to move there but i know they probably feel even if they're welcomed, they probably feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because they're so singled out but i was just so proud of the protests and everything and i saw like oh good like i see there's a whole mix of people a mix of ages like it was nice it was a good feeling yeah i know i got teary-eyed watching harrison have one and Nobody saw that one coming. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Harrison, when you wa- like, go into the town, the first billboard you see says that, uh, oh, what is it? Diversity is white genocide is the first billboard you see. It's fucked. And I remember like KKK rallies all growing up. So, I mean, it just sucks. And I had a a friend who was a waiter there and he said that, you know, people would stop by and then they would be just so Happy that he was nice to them, and they were like, "Okay, well, we gotta go because we gotta be out of town before it gets dark." And -hmm. these are things happening in the two thousands. My old boss at the library used to tell me that she would fill her car up so she didn't have to stop in that area. She's like, "There's no way I'm stopping there." I'm like, "That's so bad." Yeah, she didn't. She tried not to hire me, and at first I was offended, and now I'm like, I completely understand. I understand why you thought that, but even Cabot, where I moved from, they Mm -hmm. had protests, and I was like hell yeah because they also had kkk rallies i apparently cannot not accidentally move to racist towns <laughs> <laughs> like sagin had a police parade to pray over them uh instead of a protest and then
1: i saw that people in new brawn right next door were threatening to run over and shoot any protesters who tried to come there yeah, yeah. and i always kind of took it for granted that like I lived in a liberal place. Mm -hmm. Even though I am in Texas, I grew up in San Marcos, which is, Mm -hmm. if you don't know, super duper hippie, liberal city, super about the arts.
0: That sounds Um, nice. It does. I love it there.
1: (laughs) And last I checked, this might've changed, but last I checked, um, it does actually have a Hispanic majority over a white majority. Mm -hmm. And so growing up in an environment like that i didn't see racism mhm like it wasn't a frequent thing now i recognize it a little bit more and i recognize more of the microaggressions that would happen but it, you didn't see like blatant things i wasn't really exposed to that as a kid so i understand how like a lot of people would try to say that racism doesn't exist if they've never been exposed to the other side of things. Yes. And it's like, well, of course you don't see the racism because it's not right in front of your face every day. Like Mm -hmm. it is in other places. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, I think I really took that for granted for a long time. And then now watching everything that has happened with Austin, now that I live here, has really opened to my eye, my eyes even more to the racism here. Yeah, I know oh, Austin's I have, a cool accepting town. What do you mean yeah.
0: those <laughs> like protests? My the friend that I talked about that was a waiter in Harrison. He lives in Austin now. We went to college together, but he was live streaming it all, and I was watching because you know I'm on a suppressants, so I want to go, but at the same time I'm like I don't. I don't want to get COVID because if I'm dead, I can't do anything like mm-hmm. to help. <laughs> so I, I was watching and I was like supporting and stuff. But yeah, it was they were just aiming for people's heads and off the interstate, and it was really disappointing because I always just assume Austin was I don't know like more liberal, more accepting. Too. I too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And of the four people I know that were like seriously injured. Mm-hmm. Three or some more people of color. Uh, meanwhile, Austin has the highest rate, or sorry, I don't know how to word this. We <laughs> ha- are the only major city in the United States that is has more people of color moving out than moving in. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. And the fact that we have that kind of statistic And at the protests, three of the four who were severely injured were people of color. Tells you something about the people who are being targeted.
0: Yeah. 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 It was really just startling because I had this perception and then I was watching it and you could see them aiming and they were aiming (laughs) at people of color and then tear gassing and they were doing nothing, just standing there and just, yeah. my friend got tear gassed and. He was just like son of a bitch. The certs,
1: <laughs> you know, they right. they shot out of a <laughs> <the> medic <laughs> who was carrying a dying man.
0: Oh my gosh! Is that Horrible. the one that was the medic that mm-hmm. got shot? That's...
1: whoever just said they are were cutting the hell out of Austin. Yes, they are. Yeah,
0: it's I live it's on ML-
1: where I live off MLK, and it's like the the hip bars and places to eat are. Inching closer and closer and closer to me every day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. God. Oh, San Antonio's not much better. I've been watching them shooting people there too. And uh, there was a video I think got released today. The guy was just like, "What? Why are you got your guns out? I hope you have your safety on." That's all I said. And they shot him in the arm, and he was bleeding. He's like, "Dude," he starts cussing. And he's like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like I'm bleeding. And they shot him in the leg, and his leg starts bleeding. He's like, "What? What the fuck, dude?" I was just oh it's really difficult to watch i just like if you're protesting release brutality don't meet it with brutality like you're not it's very difficult mm-hmm. i don't understand but well that's the other thing it's like the defunding of police people are so upset about and i'm like you've had no problem defunding education and history yes. and the arts and
1: and they uh, don't understand what defund even means
0: yeah because they've never been defunded so people are like what <laughs> Uh, like, libraries and museums have taken huge cuts in the last four or five years. And, like, now more than ever, I think people need information, like, mm-hmm. facts, not just what people are getting off the Internet. And especially education and medical, like, they're taking huge cuts. Well, you know, the police department's here are making millions. Uh, it's a
1: third of the Austin budget.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they said San Antonio's $400 million of the budget or something. I was like, that is so much money. And you have
1: literal military there. Like, what Mm -hmm. do you... They don't need to militarize the police where you have three or four military bases?
0: Yeah, it's literally called Military City. (laughs) You land in the San Antonio airport, it's like, welcome to Military City.
1: (laughs) That's literally how both (laughs) houses my family ended up in Central Texas as we came here through the military. Oh, man. My grandmother still works for the Department of Defense in San Antonio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of bases here. It's, I mean, they're all like joint base, San Antonio, but there's a lot of them. Man. It's wild, though. Like, COVID-wise, everywhere else here, Basically, all like, fuck it. COVID's gone, right? Let's just party. Oh, everywhere. Air Force Base is, like, locked down. I have to go through three or four checkpoints of everybody asking me if I have a fever. <laughs> I appreciate it. But you can't even roll your window down. You just have to put your card at the window and they scan it. Um, yeah, it's wild. So. They don't play around. No, they do not. <laughs> so did you go to school? Well,
1: I had this bright idea that I was going to go to... What is the women's college at Columbia? Barnard. Oh, I was yeah. going to go to Barnard and get an art history degree. Oh, Which sounds like a lot of debt for an art history degree. Uh, yeah. But that's... <laughs>
0: Um I, I am one class away from an art history degree and there's a lot of debt involved.
1: <laughs> and also a lot of writing papers. Oh, so many.
0: People get on read art read. history degrees, but like I learned so much about like critical thinking and writing mm-hmm. from it. I don't think people will. A lot of law students now get art history degrees because you have to learn how to think so critically and whatnot. But uh it was
1: the I best mean, yeah. Ever. It's a very difficult degree to get and then Like there's, I'm absolutely not saying anything bad about it. There's just not enough jobs, because as you were saying, they're defunding museums and things like that.
0: Well, also everybody loves their job so much, nobody retires, so you have to wait for somebody to die. That's why I switched to psychology because I was like, well, I need to add something. (laughs) i can actually get a job but that's the thing nobody retires from it because they love it so much and mm-hmm. which is great you know to love your job that much but it sucks for all the young people that are like oh hey let me have a job <laughs> Let me." <laughs> ask- unless you're like a professor there's really nothing really out there for you yeah uh if you're lucky enough to get like a job where you get to research and stuff One of my favorite professors, he would teach, and then the school would pay for him to go into the Amazon and study rock art. And I was like, you are like the coolest human. (laughs) You guys would do the coolest shit. (laughs) Before we get too much down this rabbit hole, tell us a little bit about yourself. We know that you're from San Marcos. You live in Austin. Tell us a little bit more. What do you do? Um, How do you know so much about history? Oh, my God. So
1: I really became obsessed with history when in elementary school, we – took or in the gifted and talented program we did an entire semester on the history of San Marcos
0: oh cool
1: really fell in love with the town during that time and so that's where I started to pick things up um I've also I've always been very interested in politics which roots so much in history if you do it correctly (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah um and so it's just Oh, and I love trivia. I have such a deep love for trivia. And so, so much about trivia is history.
0: Mm-hmm. So, What's the trivia nights? Are you going to once COVID is?
1: Um, oh. I need to find a new home for it. Oh, okay. Uh, we, we separated. Me and oh. the bar separated. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, Um. No one probably knows where it is except for you. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> I will not tell. Oh, that reminds me, you can see, oh, wrong way. My La Llorona poster
0: right there. <gasps> oh oh man. everybody's tired of me talking about that. Every time I go over at Woman Holler and Creek, I'm like, did you know? Everybody's like, Stop it. <laughs> Stop. We all know about
1: La Llorona. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm also really into like lore fiction mm-hmm. and horror all of that kind of stuff especially local lore so like I've always loved the chupacabra I've always mm-hmm. loved La Llorona. I think La is really big in Seguin
0: yeah have you heard about La I have I was researching the cemetery here and it popped up and I was like what oh, is this okay. <laughs> it was uh, really
1: she's cool. an owl but she's a witch and she screams at you for yeah. your bad morals
0: <laughs> <That's Lachusa. laughs> yeah yeah and there was not the thing the bone i have to pick with sagin is that apparently nobody's learned the internet because none of the history is digitized and (laughs) like everybody be like this house is so old and this thing happened here and then i'll like google it and there's nothing and i'm like you guys really need to work on this because it's really frustrating (laughs) (laughs)
1: because sagin has always been just like a factory town until now
0: yeah yeah well now they're the whole thing is their tagline is like Sikin it's real and it's like third oldest town in Texas and I'm like okay you can't claim that if you don't know your own history <laughs> that courthouse
1: is so insanely beautiful mm. it could be a historical destination if yeah. they wanted it to
0: yeah like the house I'm trying to buy the man he's Czechoslovakian and he moved here and he was going to go to San Antonio but he didn't like the the sand, like the dirt, so he came to Seguin. He was like, "It's perfect." So he created this huge brick factory. Basically, every brick he made is made South Texas. Every giant building here in the eighteen nineties was built from his bricks. And then he created the whole town. There was a saloon and a bowling alley and a store. Everything and like nobody knows this guy existed. And I'm like, what is hmm. that? Uh, yeah, I had no idea about that. Yeah, his name was a. Uh, Joseph Sonka. And then he had a cotton gin. And the thing I like about the most is that because he was Czechoslovakian, all the Germans hated him. So, <laughs> so he ended up taking over one side of Seguin and then he hired freed slaves and they basically ran an empire. Like he hired people nobody else would hire. And together, like him and two freed slaves built the Sonka house over 12 years, like by hand with bricks they made and stuff. Like, but they weren't just like workers. They were friends. Nobody else would hire him. I'm like, this guy is cool. Why is nobody talking about him?
1: Yeah, that's why people need to know their history.
0: Because yeah. that is really cool. And I just found out that one of the museums here is the first business, or first freed slave business in Texas was in Sagu. <laughs> and I'm like, well, why aren't you advertising that? That's cool. It was like it's a picture right thing. Yeah. like this is, Somebody needs to get on this council and do some stuff. Do it. Yeah. I know. Now I'm like, I want this house. And then I want on the council because other people are ridiculous. And I hate the mayor. (laughs) I might cut that out. I might not. (laughs)
1: Well, you know what? The mayor of San Marcos personally wished me a happy birthday on
0: Facebook. (laughs) That's impressive. Uh, uh, The mayor here was all like, COVID's not as bad as the flu. You guys were overreacting. (laughs) <laughs> and then as far as like the parade to the police, he was like, oh, no, this was a prayer for George George Floyd. I'm like, you can't. I use the Twitter to be like, you can't say his name after the fact. You fucks. So and everybody started retweeting it and they deleted everything. But I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I am so sick of all of you. I'm like, you can't just be like, oh, shit, I'm trending on Twitter. Let's change everything in hindsight. I'm like, this is not how that works. <laughs> you fuck. You I didn't know. do me. You need to own it. Yeah, awesome. I was
1: listening to uh, Hank Green and his wife's podcast today. His wife, Catherine. Don't want to not say her name, but she doesn't want <laughs> you to follow her on the internet, so it's probably. I'm <laughs> <laughs> doing her a favor by not saying her name. <laughs> but if you don't know Hank Green, um, John Green's brother, they make Crash Course, really great educational content, and they're both authors now. Oh, cool. It's really great. It's a sci-fi book about like first contact with aliens. Oh, and also cool. more about how viral fame and social media destroys people, which he knows about. <laughs> 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 um, but he was saying that we really need to normalize being able to say, I messed up. I see things differently now. Or my opinion has changed on this. We need to normalize people saying that and not n- not continue to attack them. And, like, allow them to delete posts after acknowledging that they're not correct. But they, mm-hmm. that acknowledgement needs to be there as well. Yeah.
0: yeah. Have more forgiveness, basically. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we forgive you, like, this time. Yeah. I don't fuck up again. <laughs> yeah. No, I want right. more forgiveness. I there's been a few people that I've corrected, and I'm like, "Here's some facts, you know." But then I've noticed a lot of people just delete the whole post instead of just a- admitting they were wrong. And I'm like, "Right, we could learn from that. <laughs> like, just just leave it and let other people learn from it too." But
1: right, yeah, there is a discussion to be had in the the education mm-hmm. and just saying, "Hey, look, opinions can change," and you don't have to stand 100% behind an opinion, ever. Yeah. No one does. Yeah. And we should expect people to.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, none of us are perfect. I know I did <laughs> shitty things when I was younger because I didn't know better. I'm like, we have to grow. <laughs> you have to do better. We can learn. Huh. So we usually I ask everybody, anybody in history, living or dead, who would you have dinner with? <sighs> That's a really hard question.
1: I feel like I have two answers. Okay. And for very different reasons. So does that <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> JFK, I just really vibe with him. We have Ooh. the same birthday. Mm. Um, I've just really, I've read a lot of his speeches. I've watched what little amount of <laughs> footage there is of him because he. <laughs> Lived a very long time ago, <laughs> yeah. you know I've been to where he died. I've been to the grassy knoll, I've been up in the museum, and he's just such an inspiration and
0: mm-hmm.
1: like he he was probably the most progressive president we've ever had, yeah, comparative to the time that he was living in
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you know he's to me he shows if you continue to fight, if you continue to push on. Like, you can achieve anything mm-hmm. and maybe get assassinated but <laughs> yeah. by LBJ. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I know. That's one conspiracy theory I kind of, like, believe. <laughs> you just How do you way feel way in anger. the land
1: of LBJ now?
0: Uh, it's really weird. <laughs> it, it's it's uh, everywhere. It's way too many dick stories, honestly, for a president. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what to do with that. I have an LBJ Dick story. <laughs> See? Everybody has one. He used to stay at the Driscoll.
1: So so going back to oh, I think at one point you asked me why I'm into history and what I do with history. <laughs> why I know so much. I worked for a haunted history tour. It was it was great. Oh, oh yeah, I've mentioned you on a past podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Yeah. So we knew um, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at the driscoll they have a whole lbj suite which is where him and Ladybird would stay and then right below that suite used to be a bank which was started by george littlefield he's a bad bad man and <laughs> it's like you don't know who that is never mind <laughs> so the office of the bank they converted into a special room for lbj's mistress and his son which is widely disputed, but if you want to go down a really deep rabbit hole, look up LBJ's son.
0: Ooh.
1: <laughs> and LBJ used to go out onto his private balcony and open his robe up. If you don't know where the Driscoll is in Austin, Texas, it is on one of the busiest roads in town. <laughs> it's on Street, the famous 6th Street, where South by Southwest happens and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh he would open his robe to town and say, "Man, it's good to be in Texas
0: l b j just seems like a a wild character, <laughs> yeah, I haven't been out to his house the like what they call it like the little white house or whatever I they've been doing renovations, so I haven't been able to go out there yet, but to in Johnson City, yeah, yeah. Let's my check they were still renovating it. I think you can do some of the outside stuff, but you can't go inside yet.
1: Well, who wants oh. to be inside? It's COVID. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, he seems like an interesting character, but I I you can go down some really deep rabbit holes about his Escapade. like. Yeah, well, about how he acted the day of the assassination and like how calm he was and how they were whispering and shit in some of the videos you see and like I don't know, it just seems very fishy.
1: This all comes back to his son's mother, too. She talks about witnessing all
0: of that. Mm, I don't know. I think the what is it, the crown made him look a little cooler than he is. (laughs) I don't know if you've seen the season two when he's in there. They make him look pretty. Pretty cool, but they make him look like a jealous asshole. He's like, everybody only talks about JFK. uh I'm like, I'm like yeah, because well, he was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Interesting character, yeah. Like I said, there's a lot about him here. I think they there's a house here in Sagin where Lady Bird did something. There's a plaque somewhere. I need to go read it. But I heard somebody mention it, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Everything I hear is word of mouth here. Like, why can't you guys just put something on the internet? This is Ladybird was here. Throw to put a plaque on it. Yeah, it
1: was in a, like, <laughs> plain blue bonnet.
0: Yeah, and it was <laughs> in a movie, The House or something. I don't know. Yeah, play a blue bonnet. oh <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Can you see my Ladybird tattoo? Oh all man, these Texas wildflowers for Ladybird. I love it. Like it's hard to tell without color, but that's a blue bonnet. Mm-hmm. If anyone doesn't know, it's the um, state flower of Texas. And everyone's told as a child that you're not allowed to pick them. It's illegal. <laughs> You'll go to jail.
0: It's the funniest thing to be on, like, military spouse websites. Because every year everybody's like, when's blue bonnet season? When can I lay in them and have photos taken? <laughs> That's <laughs> cares about. They're just like, I need to have selfies.
1: I charge extra for blue bonnet shoots.
0: And I'm not lying. I don't blame you. <laughs> I'm sure they're very popular, too. People will pay. It's the worst. (laughs) I
1: just don't want to do them. I'm like, go find someone else.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, it's a real thing. It pops up all the time. And people are like, when can I go just swim in them? And you take a picture. Cracks me up. What else do we ask? What's your favorite dinosaur? Oh,
1: man. I feel like I need to phone my boyfriend for this question. (laughs) No. I'm going to say, this is probably a really basic answer, but I like a Triceratops.
0: Oh, that's cool. We only have one other th- to say that one.
1: Ooh. Nice. Kind <laughs> of original.
0: No, I love them. They're,
1: they're like, just like big softies. I know, yeah, like little so giants.
0: One. But then they can like fuck shit up if they're getting attacked. Like, mm-hmm. I just love them so much. Like elephants mm-hmm. and rhinos. If you guys haven't watched the elephant documentary on Disney Plus that Meghan Markle does the voice of, you should do it. It's good. No, so cool.
1: But I am watching the new season of Naked and Afraid.
0: And a <laughs> lot of in oh really. Uh,
1: They're in South uh, Africa.
0: Oh, okay. I've never watched it when it was somewhere cool. It's always like some weird deserted island with just snakes. <laughs>
1: Like, no. You should watch the Texas episode. Is it what?
0: <laughs> okay, definitely writing that down to remember tomorrow. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, the ground hurts. I'm like,
1: pussyfoots, like, come on. You can't walk barefoot.
0: Yeah, well, actually, I find that the ground here is easier to walk on than Arkansas was. I never really right?
1: Yeah. I'm like, who are these newbies at Survivalist if they think Texas is hard?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: so many animals, so many edible plants, there's water, there's trees. <laughs> How do you fail in Texas?
0: There are probably people that look at cactus and see, like, the Nopales and they're like, ooh, gross, like, they're so good!
1: <laughs> they tried to eat the Nopales, but they ate them raw. Oh. Uh. And then they were like, "This is slimy," and like the texture made them throw up. And I'm like, "Yeah, because you gotta cook it. You can't just eat raw." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so bad. Oh, they're really good. They make them like tacos and shit Ooh. with it's some eggs and onions. Yes. I don't. I'm sure you don't come to Seguin for tacos, but there's one particular place that is like the best that we found. They're so good.
1: <laughs> what else, do Natalie? Have? What part of Arkansas are you in? I don't think I know this. I'm in Little Rock. Oh, okay. Oh, where there's a literal Little Rock. I didn't know that until recently. (laughs) Never mind. I learned that on your show, I think. Probably. A long time ago. (laughs) I remember calling my brother, who used to live in Arkadelphia, being like, Did you know there's a Little Rock in Little Rock? And he was like, (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah that's so funny to me that that's how it got named like i see a little rock therefore this is little rock now like so creative
1: oh man i feel like i just had that moment where you show someone a meme and then realize they're the one who shared it
0: (laughs) i am so guilty of that i'm like someone showed this to me like yeah that was that was me (laughs) <laughs> and my Emery, i told him about Shits creek over a year ago like i think you should try the show i think you might find that funny he's like no no i don't think that's really my style and then someone else told him about it and then he's like we should try this show Shits creek, uh, <laughs> <Schitt's> creek. <laughs> dumb ass <laughs> well, it's okay i just know sometimes someone else needs to tell you it's for it to be funny it's okay <laughs> Yeah, I just finished that. And it was so good. <laughs> I loved it so much. I binged I, it all in a week.
1: I haven't seen it yet.
0: It's really good. I really liked it. I like the premise is that it's like a world where like homophobia and racism don't exist. So like oh, the whole I that part. Like, yeah yeah. So like everybody's just cool with everything. So you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. It's just like them living because he's pansexual and the show and it's just really adorable watching his parents just accepting him and oh it's just so good
1: i love some casual pan by representation yes i love it so that's what i'm just saying
0: (laughs) yeah there's one part where she's asking she's like well like i like red wine but only red wine so like what kind of wine do you like he's like um let me put it this way i like the wine but not the label i was like oh that's so sweet okay and that's the part i told emory and he's like meh (laughs) <laughs> that's exactly the part i told him about a year ago <laughs> it's so sweet i'm like that's, that's just a really, a really interesting, interesting way, way of putting it. putting it it is it's such a great way and i just love it so much i oh it's so good you should watch it binge it that's your homework okay <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to have you come back real okay. quick plug your art and your photography and your upcoming podcast
1: Okay, uh, so my photography is juliechris.com e. or at Julie e. Chris photo on Instagram. Um, and if you are not prepared to look at uh breasts, then don't <laughs> look on my portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> and I was gonna check, I think at one point I made a coupon code for the show whenever I photographed you and so I was going to give you that coupon code. Oh, great. So if anyone listening wants one or wants to book me if you're in Central Texas by chance.
0: Or you can just road trip. Yeah, or you can road trip. (laughs)
1: Well, if you can't road trip then you can buy a print from me on my website as well. I will send you a coupon code once I make one.
0: Hey, Future Kina here. The coupon code is HISTORIC, and that gives you 10% off a photo session with Julie.
1: Okay, bye. Awesome. And then I have a new home decor brand, which is mid-century design meets goth color.
0: Scheme. Oh, that's cool.
1: And it I did a very soft launch, so there's not much on there, but it's called Mid-Century Goth. <laughs> straightforward. And that's on Etsy. And then hopefully soon we're going to be starting a podcast with my friend Jane, and she actually does Paranormal Investigations. Ooh. We're going to tell each other why our favorites are problematic. And (laughs) um, we're still deciding on the name, but I'm fighting for that's problematic. With an exclamation
0: point. (laughs) Oh, I love it. You were telling us about that when we were in Austin. I'm like, oh, this is such a good idea.
1: It's been... It's been an idea that's finally, like, happening.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. As soon as it launches, post to our speakeasy. So people can listen. I will. Okay. Oh, Thank you so much for joining us. I know it was really last minute that I was like, hey, you should join us. <laughs> no problem. It's been fun. And we, would, we would love to have you back so we can, you know, quiz you on more stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know this has been a little short. It's been an actual mini. But we will have you back soon. Perfect. <laughs> I love that right, the see- actual mini is an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're <you're> the worst. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much. We will see you guys next time. Okay, bye. Bye. Hey. <laughs> Thanks, Julie, so much. Thank you.